Coastal Athletic Association teams in the top 25 <clears throat> college sports there. Uh, Delaware is number eight. We'll give you this quickly. Then uh, Robert or Bruce has a question for me. William and Mary, <coughs> excuse me, has dropped two in a row. They lost to Elon. Unfortunately, we're scheduled at 8.25 on Thursdays with uh, Coach London. Uh, maybe a slight shift in schedules there for tomorrow uh, for reasons. Uh, who else is in the top 25? I'm looking at it right now there, Hondo. And uh, those are only two I see. Delaware, 8th. Wayman Mary, 11th. I don't see any other team. And this has been the Boydog. Villanova's 26. Rhode Island's 28, if you like to count the other receiving votes. New Hampshire is 31. And that's uh, the, 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 that's all, folks, as your twin brother Porky Pig would say. That's you. All right, what do you got for me? Uh, who are your top five NBA contenders going into <laughs> oh, this? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Way too early for NBA um, talk. You got to wake about, up and go. How about final? that snake? Huh? What do you think? What's going on here? What about your NHL final uh, Stanley Cup final? No. Save that for King, Jamie I, King. I would like to hear your, NHL finals. I would like to hear your top five NFL teams at this moment. At this very moment. My top. You want them top to bottom or bottom to top? Bottom to top, and I'm going to overreact to all of them and hold you to every <laughs> single one of them strictly. Right there, buddy, Ruff. Uh, you're going to hold me to all of them. Yep. Your like, preseason like, predictions, I'm going to hold you to. Yeah, those. like I've ever done that to you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right, let's see here. What do we got? Um, my top five will probably be very similar to your top five. Right. Uh, because there's only been so many game, teams that are good. I mean, you got two unbeatens left, San Fran and Philly. Uh, they don't play this year that I know of. I don't think they do. Well, they might match up. I think they, they do. They won the divisions last yeah, year. They do. So they do play each other. And they're going to play. In, well, they do anyway by virtue of uh, the East is playing the West. So that's why they're playing uh, December 3rd in Philadelphia. Yep. Yo. That ain't far. Well, it's still about eight weeks. It's eight weeks away. Let's not rush them. Um, Philadelphia, San Francisco have got to both be considered up there, no question. Uh, the Lions are good. Uh, how good are they? That's to be determined. We both, I liked them for the Super Bowl, which people probably thought, you know, this guy's going cuckoo. He's, he's in a fruit fruitcake league with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, the Lions. Beat Kansas City on opening Thursday night. Lost to Seattle. Beat Atlanta. Beat Green Bay. And then beat Carolina. They're 32nd in most polls. And New England, believe it or not, is 31st. Yeah. Yeah. There's some bad football teams this year. There's a lot of there's a lot of bad and below average football teams. There's you not think a whole lot so, really dude? When, when you look at record so far, record wise, and if you watch the teams play so far, there's a lot of bad out there this year. Bad in, in NFL standards, they're bad. They're still still professional players and can beat any team any given Sunday kind well, of thing. There you go. Eight out of sixteen in the NFC are below five hundred. Yeah, it's like that kind of thing. Yeah. And when you have the Bengals at two and three, a team that many of us thought were a Super Bowl contender, I I still if they win this weekend, the Bengals do not to get off track. 
things they could be back on track. They could be dangerous. The Bengals, yeah, but Burrow's getting better. If they a- get rolling. The NFC has uh, eight below 500. The AFC has seven below 500, but, but, Bertha Butt and the Butt Sisters, uh, two of them are at 500 because they've only played four games. Right. Uh, Cleveland at two and two. And the other one is the Chargers at two and two. So that's about even. I'd say that's a split. Give them one loss, one win. And uh, you got about eight teams in each each uh, conference below. That's half. Half the teams are below 500. Um, I would say um, number. Boy, this is, a, this is a tough question. I didn't realize how tough it is until I had to look at it. <clears throat> I would put. See, only, how many teams have none or one loss? One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, six. So it's a, can, if you're going to do it, you know, like I'm saying, well, who's got one loss or no losses? They're your best team, supposedly. Suppose, yeah. yeah. You have to look at if you really want to get in depth, but for the sake of this, actually. Yeah, well, I'm not going to say you go over each schedule. Right, yeah. Because yeah. you can make the argument the Bills probably are still better than the Lions. Like, you would probably still trust the Bills. If the Bills play the Lions on a neutral field, who are you taking? I, I'm still taking the Bills. But did not the Bills get jacked by the Jaguars last week? They did. They got beat pretty handily. But uh, Josh Allen, down game, he'll come back up. He'll go off. Um, and this and if it lined up that way, I just I still trust the Bills right now a little bit more than the Lions. Like you said, the Lions are good, but we'll have to see. We, we, it's 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 just being smart. They they haven't made the playoffs in a while. They finished off strongly last year, and they haven't played the strongest competition. So, I know the Bills. They won 13 games last year. They've won the division. <laughs> you sound like that senator is debating. What was his name? Debating. The vice president uh, candidate for uh, George H.W. <laughs> what was it? God, I can see him. His wife looked like she should have been running the third at Aqueduct. Uh, you know, he's, uh, what was his name? Quayle, Dan Quayle. Uh. And Benson, Lloyd, was it Lloyd Benson? So something about John Kennedy in the debate. You remember, you know, you don't, of course you don't remember this, silly me. He says, I forgot you're only 12. The, uh, something about Kennedy and Benson says, you're no Jack Kennedy. I knew Jack Kennedy. I worked with Jack Kennedy, and you're no Jack Kennedy. Yeah. It's like, bring out the big guns, Hoss. <laughs> he, he did. Oh, you ready for mine? Yeah. You ready for this? You ready for this? Yep. You ready for this? We're waiting. Now let's get this straight. Put the lime in the coconut and call me in the morning. All right. You ready for this? Now let me get this. It's, it's a great line in that song. Now let me get this straight. We're waiting. <laughs> your boy, your twin brother, Judge Smales, no doubt. That's right. We are waiting. We, Let's we see that top five. Still haven't heard <laughs> some of these others. Hey, I found a song from JD McPherson I want to hear. All right. All right. Head over heels. Okay. Great opening music. Yeah. P- please find it today. All right. When you, when you get a chance. Head over heels, JD McPherson. Great, great opening music. I got the bills at number five. Even though the Bills tore apart your fish, your dolphins, I put them at number four. They bounce back. They're four and one. On paper, maybe the Bills are better, but I'll put I'll put the Dolphins because because it's you and your Dolphins. The Bills are better than them, but uh, but we just have to. Well, you put them as honorable mention. I put them at least number five. Actually, I should say they match up in a way that yeah. the Dolphins maybe end up better than them, but the Bills are such a tough man. I don't know how to describe it. Right? I'm not smart enough. Please. All right, the, I got the Barking Beagles of Philadelphia, number three. All right. I got the Chefs four, two. Excuse me. 
Jeez, I'm like, listen, do I need like a month off? Yes, I do. Uh, the Barking Beagles of Philadelphia, number three. The Chefs, number two. And the Niners, number one. I like that. I think most people have the Niners number one. Right? Yeah, you know, yeah. Look at the way they're scoring, and they're like ninety nine points. Just call it a hundred after five games. They're beating people by twenty a game. Yeah, I mean they crushed the bovine cartel. All right, they had the bovine cartel. Didn't they do something the week before? They beat the Cardinals. The Cardinals made somewhat <laughs> of a game of it, just because I mean it's divisional games. That stuff happens. They crushed the Giants. They their their one close game their bad game so far was against the Rams they won thirty to twenty three. Which and that, team are you talking about? I'm talking about the San Francisco 49ers. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> the, the Rams have been a really tough matchup for the yeah. for Mc, uh, McVay. Um, actually, no, the 49ers have been a really tough matchup for the Rams over the years, but now it's kind of changed a little bit. But still, um, when your worst game is thirty to twenty three, a win over a divisional rival on the road, on the road. I mean that you don't take those for granted. It's like when Miami played New England in New England; those are still going to be tough. I mean, they beat Pittsburgh bad. They had to play, of course, the game against the Rams on the road. Uh, they beat the Giants by eighteen. They beat uh, Arizona by what nineteen, and the bovine cartel by thirty two. Love it. So that's my top five right now in the national. Fire. Everything is subject to change. Tides, sand erosion, sand comes back. Tides come in. Tides, tides go out, et cetera, et cetera. All right, we've got time for a quick call. Here's nine twelve already. Holy smokes, uh, Reginald, what do you got there, Reginald? My berries are cooked, man. My front line pension was just terrible, <laughs> man. Thank God for Dusty Baker, but man, we took a whooping. Jesus. Yeah, Baltimore had not been swept since May of 22, nearly a year and a half ago. But, of course, you can't count the offseason. But it's been, you get the point, I mean, May of 22 since they've been swept in a series. They got they got the, they just, what it is? They got I, the dog. Well, they got the dog. I mean, the, the deal there is uh, they don't have October pitching. Yeah, I tell you that front line pitching. I tell you, you young boys, just too much for them. And the experience came in; they was overwhelmed. Yep, Minnesota took them behind the barn and gave them what for? You mean Texas Rangers? Yeah, I mean the Rangers. Yeah, hello, Al. It's, what is? What year is this? The Twins are playing the Strohs. Yesterday I was stumbling and bumbling. Today I'm like my mind is somewhere else. But it's fine, man. I'm here, and I'm, I'm doing my doing doing my best. <laughs> yeah, you know. The yeah, twins are hosting. The dean, the dean, the uh, the dean. The, <laughs> you like the dine. it? The dine. The dine. <laughs> I, I, mean, yeah, I, I love my do, little friends. <laughs> I can't do impersonations. I'm not going to do Marlon Brando talking about a. I gave him a, an offer he couldn't refuse. We'll let you do that. Give us that. You give us the, the Marlon Brando. I made him an offer he couldn't refuse. Yeah. Go ahead. You do, you do it. You do it. Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> when I'm talking to you about doing something, you totally missing on this one. I know. I, I can't do Marlon Brando. All I can't. I can do is coffee. <laughs> I gave him an offer. He could, no, I can't do it either. Uh, we unfortunately we are pressed for time here, Mister Mushi called right about yeah, pause no time. All right. It's all good. 
Oh, well, keep yes, in touch. Is. Yeah, your Orioles got swept. Houston's in Minnesota. Uh, what it's seven o'clock tonight? They replace Baltimore, Texas time. Atlanta and Philadelphia starts at five. We'll have them on here about what quarter to five, something like that, four thirty. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Dusty. Yeah, come on, Dusty's yeah. right. Come on, Dusty. All right, big dog. Thank you. Yes, sir. Keep in touch. We shall return after hearing from our fine sponsors right here, 106.1 ESPN. Season long. Now it's time for the race to the fall classic. 1061 ESPN is your exclusive home for the MLB postseason in Richmond. All right, the Virginia Cavaliers won. On Saturday, passed and are now one and five, zipping two. I uh, thought we, it's a bye week for Virginia. We didn't call John Freeman. We get him on for next week, I reckon. Say so they would <laughs> go down to North Carolina, which is currently what, number 12 in the country, I think. Or was it nine, nine, 12? Where is Carolina? Number 12 is North Kakalaki. Um, well, then now this week they do play Miami at home. And, you know, if you're a Miami Dolphin, Miami Hurricanes fan, you're kind of hoping the coach wakes up and if they're leading, they take a knee. Yeah, I don't expect them to be leading this game. I think this could be a blowout for North Carolina. Uh, Yeah. The hangover. Somebody to give. You think Carolina's going to blow Miami out? I think it could get ugly. Really? I I think it's more likely that Miami loses by 20 than they win. Maybe I'm completely wrong, but I just think it's those are humans. Those are kids playing for Miami. I know they're getting paid money. I know a lot of stuff, but yeah, are, they're getting paid now. But that that doesn't matter. They are still they're still young men. That that kind of mental stuff it's it's tough to get over. Um, we talk about in the pros, hard to get over. So um, and you're going to North Carolina, a team that's rolling right now, one of the best quarterbacks in the nation. I think it could be a bloodbath. Mm. Because I just don't know where Miami's mental space. I think there could be disconnect between the players and coaches. I know they're apologizing, saying all the right things, but it's just it doesn't. I, I in my head, it doesn't line up for a Miami. Who Carolina lose to? They haven't lost yet. No, they haven't had. That's why they're number twelve. Right. Yeah, they're five and oh, and number twelve. Yeah, they have beaten. They had a close call against App State. Yeah. So did Michigan years ago. <laughs> they got beat. Uh, they're beating South Carolina, Appy State, Minnesota, Pittsburgh, and Syracuse. They're not not great teams. No, they have had a bye week already. And you look at Miami's schedule; they they didn't beat a bunch of great teams either. No, that's about what I was, I was just about to gander at that. At Miami, uh, they played Miami of Ohio. That had to be a weird situation. They did beat uh, they beat Texas A&M or lost Texas A&M. Beat Texas A&M. Yeah, the first 15, loss was last week. They uh, beat them by what? No, Texas A&M's lost twice because they lost to Miami. No, I mean Miami's yeah, first, well, loss, uh, yeah. first loss was last week to Georgia right, Tech. Right. They beat Miami. They beat Texas A&M, Bethune-Cookman, Bethune and Temple. Yeah. And then had a bye week. Team. Yeah. And that Georgia Tech team has improved, but it's still not. It's Miami should have beaten them. Easily. So, we'll see how this plays out. After North Carolina, um, the 21st, Miami plays Clem at home and then Virginia at home. Because this week, Virginia's got that bye, and then Virginia plays at Carolina on the uh, 14th. 
and uh, excuse me, the 21st is the 14th coming up. The 21st, they play at, at uh, Carolina, then they got to go to Miami, then they get to uh, Georgia Tech at home, Virginia does. At Louisville, who's now up to what number? What, 15, 16, 17? I got 14. 14 today, after their win over Notre Dame. Yeah, I got 14. Duke is seven. Oh, man. Uh, let's see. So, uh, Virginia. They just, I mean, it's just a tough schedule all the way through here. Yeah, I don't see bowl eligibility. It's not that all. Did you say bowl eligibility? I don't see it happening. Yeah. Yeah, that's like me going and eating the Federal Trade uh, Center downtown. Federal tra- the Federal, right, uh, right. not trade, what is it called? The Federal uh, uh, Deposit, I don't know, it's a federal building there. It keeps money in it. What the hell is that called now? I'm like, oh boy, I keep forgetting names these days. Hmm, doesn't bode well for the future. The Federal Reserve, there we go, the Federal Reserve building. Yes, they're going to make, uh, they're going to be bowl eligible like I'm going to eat the Federal Reserve building. Not going to happen. Yeah, I think they're like the Pentagon. They have more space underground than they do above ground. I think they're 26 floors, and they got a lot of money there. Federal Reserve money. Uh, Virginia's got Carolina, Miami, Georgia Tech at home. At Louisville. Boy, they look good the other night. Duke at home. They look good against Notre Dame. And then Virginia Tech. Well, Tech Virginia is Tech Virginia. You can't say they could beat Tech yet. There, I don't think they because will. they just you got to give Tech the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, that's exactly it because I they beat them do. so much. Uh, Tech, and they're a better team this year, I think. Tech is. Yeah, yeah Tech has now won uh, two games, and hopefully we'll get on a roll, get some more games. Them Hokies, they playing Wake at home. I feel oh boy, Dave Claus is having a tough year. They awake in Syracuse at home at Louisville at BC. Then they get to Wolfpack at home. Then they go to Virginia. Espo, what's going on, Espo? Everybody looks good against Notre Dame, apparently. Seems like it, doesn't it? How far have they fallen in the rankings from where they fall? Uh, believe it or not, they, they were only, what, uh, going into the game against Louisville, the Irish were 10th. In the AP poll, they're now 21st. Ugh, that seems a lie. They're right ahead of LSU, buddy, Roe. Oh, who's we your got daddy? The hey, we got the 121st best defense in the country. I don't know what you're complaining about. <laughs> you talking about we mean LSU or Notre Dame? Uh, LSU. You yeah, can't they... stop a soul. We can score with anybody. You yep. can't stop a soul. Well, Southern Cal, LSU would be a great be... game then. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, two, two teams that they just play offense the whole game. Defense just kind of stands there. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what we do. And, and can you imagine? LSU's got two All-Americans on the defense. And they play like they just—they cannot tackle. I've never seen a team that cannot tackle. Well, they cannot do it. That's coaching. It, it's confusing for them. That's coaching. Nah, it ain't coaching. <laughs> well, yeah, in a sense that you got to practice every day. I mean, listen, nobody, nobody can make you wrap up. I don't care what the coach says. But if you don't practice it every day, you don't tackle well. Just that simple. And, and they don't tackle. Robert Bruce had a question for you. Go ahead, Bruce. Uh, well, we're gonna obviously you're gonna pile the blame on uh, Brian Kelly, but who is the defensive coordinator? We, we might need to look at him too. I don't blame Kelly for that. I, look, those guys at that level are like Pedro Aruza said; they're independent contractors. You bring them in to run the defense. But that being said, they got talent on that team. They're just out of position. The, the secondary is always out of position, uh, and and maybe that's coaching, or maybe that's just you know, not being too bright because they're kind of <laughs> new back there. So that's part of it. But 
you can't explain a guy running through you. I mean, that's just I don't want to tackle you. That's kind of where they look. It's, it's crazy. Hey, well, who's All the, teams fall prey to that. Who's the D coordinator for LSU? Do you know? I can't think of the guy's name, but I, I can see his face. I mean, they, remember they lost their defensive line coach a week before the season with some undisclosed personal issue, and that hurt because their defensive line is supposed to be the strength of their team. Better, best in the SEC, they kept saying, but then now they look like they're the worst. Uh, and Harold Perkins Jr. Is, is the best defensive player in the country, but you, you sure wouldn't know it by the last two games. Mm. Just, just amazing. When are you going down just for amazing. another game? When's your next game you're going to? You know I'll be there Thursday. It's Auburn, man. I don't miss Auburn. So you're going down That's Thursday good... for the Saturday game. Yeah, I'm Thursday in New Orleans and have a wonderful meal there in the French Quarter or somewhere near and uh, up to the uh, Friday, just kind of hang around. i tell you what, Friday, and, and your listeners may like this, they've got the best World War II museum in New Orleans I have ever seen in my life. Hmm. It is unbelievable. Full-size airplanes hanging from the ceiling, tanks, I mean, just everything. And a wonderful D-Day depiction with a movie by Tom Hanks, so... Anybody's down there, I tell you, if you have any interest in World War II, it's the best there is. There's just nothing like it. The visual, everything goes on. Well, thanks for the we'll recommendation. Probably do that Friday and then, well, yeah, probably up to the, you'd, you'd enjoy it out. They've got a, a bomber like your dad flew. How about that? Oh, yeah, I mean, just like it. With the B, B, what, B, B-24. 24, that's what it is. Yeah, it was a two number. I was getting ready to say 29s, but I think they came late. Um, yeah. This was a 24, and it's it's you can actually go up. It's, it's hung from cables, and you can go up to the upper level and walk around it and look into the cockpit. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Um, <laughs> Those things have a just... real tank you can kind of walk into. Kind of, they have a, a cockpit you can go upstairs and kind of stand where the pilot would, where the co-pilot would. It's just, I mean, if you have any interest in history and you want to see what you know, feel it as opposed to reading about it, that's how you do it. Mm. It's, it's amazing how small those guys were and how they fit those tight airplanes. Well, my father was every bit of six foot. Yeah, he was so, tight in there, I guarantee they, you. Um, yeah, well, I mean, six feet, like I say. The other guy flying with him was a shorter guy. So Yeah, well, the poor the poor bombardier and the, the tail gunner. <laughs> I don't know how they I guess you really couldn't stand. I well, guess you kind of that that plane, that plane had a, a, a gunner on top. A gunner yep. underneath and a gunner in the tail. Hurt, guys. Yeah, and then another right. another uh, gunner right underneath the pilots. They had four gunners on that plane, yeah, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know, but I'll tell you, that the metal looked like you could spit through it. It was <laughs> not heavy by any means. Uh, mm. So uh, it took a lot of guts to go up in those planes. You know, I hear about fragile egos of young people. Well, you know, those young people are the ones who stormed Normandy Beach and continued yeah. to fight on to the end of the war. So... Yeah, I don't think their ego's too fragile. At least they weren't then. Hopefully they're not now. No. No, they, those guys were brave young men. Brave young oh. men. Heroes. Yeah, heroes. Heroic. I mean, listen, yep. To see it up close, you know, they have real footage from Normandy, and you kind of sit in the round and watch it. kind of goes on around you. And I'm going to tell you something. It is It is like being in the battle. You know, you're hearing it. Mm-hmm. You're seeing it. You're watching the water splash. The bombs hit, you know, the... the Whatever the throwing out of missiles hitting the uh, water, and it's just unbelievable what they went through and how they did it, and the courage it took to just get off that boat is just nothing like it. Nothing like it at Football's all. Football's great. Football takes bravery, but 
Not like that. Not like that, brother. Not like that. Okay. All right, we got to right, take a pause. I know you do, but that's, I, I encourage anyone, if they have any interest in it, or if, if you're just, just an American, if any interest in it, go down what, what your forefathers bought for you. Because yeah. it, it was expensive. Yeah, anybody that fought in a war, every time I see a Vietnam... A veteran, I always say, man, thank you for serving. You guys got the short end of the stick. Hey, we do have to get a pause in. And uh, your boy, you guys sponsor Habo, will be on Friday this week uh, because of uh, something that uh, has rearranged my schedule a little bit. But Habo will be on Friday. You won't be here, but we'll have him on brought to you by Shilling and Esposito. Always a good time with Habanero. Uh, uh, Jim Hobgood. Almost said Steve Hobgood. <laughs> I'll, I'll call in from the bayou. There you go. Do that. All right, partner. We, we do have to roll. It's 33 past already. Thanks for the call. We should take a pause and return right here on 1061 ESPN. For the second straight week, the Cowboys are California dreaming under the lights. This time on a Monday in SoFi Stadium against Justin Herbert and the Los Angeles Chargers. Kickoff for this Monday night party is set for 815 and we'll have all the action right here on your home for the Dallas Cowboys. 1061 ESPN Richmond. What about my J.D. McPherson, head over heels? I want to check with you first. I, I have it, but There's I want no to check. There's no cussing. I know. I just want to check with you first. It's the right one. Just the instrumental part. The singing's good. There's no bad words. Anyway. Well, let's go to break and you can ask me. There you go. Do that. <laughs> yeah. Who good daddy? Uh, we've got uh, hockey uh, started last night. And not that you know, I'll start following hockey later, like NBA. I am not going to follow hockey to begin the season. They had three games uh, last night, and I guess I ought to give you scores. I don't mind. I don't mind giving you scores. Uh, there were four, three games last night, as I mentioned. Uh, the Lightning, God, it seems like we're just doing NHL scores, like NBA. Uh, the Lightning uh, netted, f- they lit the lamp four times in the third period. The third period was a Donnybrook. The Predators uh, put up two, and the Lightning uh, lit the lamp. I mean, like, Lightning lit the lamp. I get it? Come on, work with me here. Five to three over the Predators. Uh, Blackhawks outskated the Penguins in Pittsburgh. Where's Pittsburgh Bob? Well, who was I asking for yesterday? It was used to call. Oh, Pittsburgh. I'll see. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Ground Chuck. Where's Pittsburgh? Bob used to talk about callback and talk about the Penguins all the time. Anyway, the Blackhawks beat them four to two in Pittsburgh. They put they posted three goals. They netted three goals uh, in the third. The third night was a big night last night in two of the games. In the third game that was played last night, the Golden Knights in the uh, Seattle Kraken, and uh, four to one Golden Knights over the Kraken. So there's your three games from last night. Your winners were the Lightning, the Blackhawks, and the Golden Knights. Today we've got a we've got three more games, no six games tonight uh, in the NHL. Canadians and the Leafs, Senators and Hurricanes, Blackhawks and Bruins, the Avalanche and Kings. Denver travels to LA. The Oilers and the Canucks will play in Vancouver. Oh, I just thought that was a nice name, Vancouver. Uh, Jets of Winnipeg and the Flames of Calgary. So you got some uh, Canadians matching up. Uh, Montreal and Toronto. 
Montreal and the Leafs, Toronto, Oilers and Canucks, Jets and Flames, all Canadian teams, all squaring off with each other. All right, Tyrus George, what do you got for us here, Georgie Porgy? Well, it hadn't been a good week. After that game on Saturday, I just, I don't know. It was bad. You don't have, uh, like, short rope in your house, do you? No, no. Okay. You sound like you're ready to take a longing gaze at short rope and a long branch. <laughs> well, it, it, I watched a football team that was not prepared to play in Louisville. I don't know what was. I don't know why that was. I have no idea. They looked like a deer in a headlights. Well, they didn't know what was going on. The team's not as good as we thought, or the coach is not as good as we thought. Well, I think the team is very good. I think that the offensive coordinator. Uh, the offense wasn't prepared. I mean, the offensive line stunk. Uh, I don't know if that was how good. about this one? Yeah, the offensive line was supposed to be good, and they were terrible. I was watching that game. I thought I was watching the Washington Command Dogs. Well, I don't know anything. I don't know. I don't know about that. I mean, the defense played good in the first half, but again, they, they were they were they were just toast in the second half. They were wore out because the offense did nothing to help them. But the offensive coordinator and the offensive line coach, there's got to be some changes made. Maybe Sam Harbin's not as good as advertised. Maybe he did really well because well, Dave Clawson was coaching him. Well, no, I think he's fine. I think when you got when you got the defensive line chasing you all night, not much you can do. That's what I mean. I feel like I was and watching Washington on offense. It was awful. It was awful. And then we got to play SC this week. I, I, I have I have no feeling for that. The defense will have to play really well. If we win the game, it'll be because of the defense. Well, it will not be uh, any anything other than that. Well, Southern Cal's defense is not very good. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If we can if we can shut them down and 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 play up to our potential on the offensive line, uh, we'll be fine. And uh, you got to stop that quarterback and put about two two spies on him. And beat him up. Okay. He's good. This just in. He won the Heisman last year. And guess what? Uh, unless he breaks a leg or falls into Nevada oil and can't get it off of him, uh, then he's going to win the Heisman again. I mean, he's just he's yeah, just. Well, I agree. That good. I agree. I, yeah. I just hope that we can come to play against them because of the rivalry. Trivia question for you. Who won the Who's only one to win the Heisman Trophy twice? Archie Griffin. Thank you. You win. Take the rest. Hey, here's what I recommend. You're down the blue. You're down. You're down in the bottom of the tank. You, you're singing the blues. You're dragging. You're dragging tail there, George. You're you're having a rough week this week. What I recommend is what Bluto might recommend in Animal House. Go out and get drunk. <laughs> yeah, that, that's right. Yeah, that that that'll, that'll do it. Either either get have a, get a a driver designated driver, or stay at home and do it. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you. I, I, I don't like want the idea going. I, I don't want to have to bail you out of jail again. <laughs> no, that's not going to happen. It never happened. Happen. It's a joke. It's a joke for everybody listening. Never has that been done. You never have you had that required. So I'm only never. kidding with you. <laughs> never. Uh, I like the idea of going to New Orleans and going to the World War II Museum. I think yeah. that was cool. Esposito, you think we owned half of it, by the way. He was peppering it up. I like that. Evidently, yeah, it, it, it must be something spectacular because he was he was just glowing and, and, and really was, was talking about what a wonderful place it is to go just to learn a little bit about uh, – to learn a lot about World War II. So uh, all wars, I guess, which is never ending. Well, I, I, have, I, have a, I have a good idea for Espo. Maybe you ought to talk to him down there and – 
see if he can arrange uh, a B-52 from Dover Air Force Base and pick up those nuts holding the signs in New York supporting Hamas and then drop them in drop them into the war zone. I can't believe we got people like that around here. Makes me sick to my stomach. George, it ain't 1947. That's for sure. Yeah. I know. That's it. That is the truth. Yeah. And I'm not going to say anything else about that. That just thought I'd throw that in. That's fine. I don't mind. I don't disagree with you, and I don't mind. Uh, it's a free country, George, and you get to you get it's freedom of speech. They go over there and try and talk like that. They gonna get shot, killed, and mutilated on the spot. Here, America still offers freedom of speech. All right, what else you got? Nothing. We just got to look forward to a football game and maybe make it a little bit more tolerable. I'm gonna bring you a, a, a quart of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to watch yeah, you do – you can do a shot a minute. You'll be passed out by early the second quarter. <laughs> That's right. Bring that good old whiskey that Frank Howard used to yeah. Used to put. Yeah, what was it? Jim Beam, wasn't it? Jim Beam? Didn't he do Jim Beam? I think it was Jim Beam. Now, now, whatever you do now, you make sure you drink the spirits. Now, you be careful. You get somebody to drive. You you do it in moderation. Now, and listen, I want you to do it that way. You gotta you gotta respect the spirits and respect it when you go out for this thing. It's a barbecue and a, and a beer and and a Jim Beam. But uh, boy, it's a great it's a great whiskey. That old Hondo Howard. He was something. Man, he's. I wish I could find the guy that used to bring him in. I can see him. God, what was his first name? Was it going Jim? Anyway, but boy, he bring in old Frank Howard, and he was a he was still a strap, and he looked like he could go out and knock one out of the yard. Even back then, over in the early two thousands, when he bring Frank Howard in, I mean, he was oh, six foot seven, and like like big bad John, you know, down the bottom yeah. of the mine, there's a big big man, big John, and he looked like oh, I, I tell you, what, I liked him. He was fun and have a good hour. I'll make sure. <laughs> He was he, fun. He told me, he told me he used a forty-inch bat. That's just amazing. That's like a telephone pole. He was able to swing it. He was that. I, I read something that Brooks Robson said that was the only person he feared playing third base was was Rondo well, Howard. If Frank if Frank Howard got a hold of one, it would be a rocket coming right at you. If you play third oh, base 90 to 95 feet away and he's hitting it, oh, baby. Uh, the, the, the word there is D-U-C-K, duck. That's right. Did you ever see him play in Washington? No, I didn't. But, boy, he had great stories about him him and some of the, other, some of the guys. Like, who was the shortstop up there? The guy was 0 for 8 and a doubleheader. He was riding him like a donkey. I mean, he was telling some great stories. I wish I could remember oh, yeah. them all. Anyway, we got to get to a pause and keep your head up. And uh, No, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm looking forward to maybe a win Saturday, and that'll that'll – we can beat SC. That that makes the year. All right. Let's hope so. All right, All right partner. All right, be good. All right, you Have too. a wonderful day. Thank you, George. Appreciate the call. We'll take a pause. It's 48 past. Come back and wrap up. We're up until uh, 9, uh, 9.50, 9.50. Stay with us. And the hashtag crew every morning at 10. It's Greeny. Starting at 10 o'clock after Sports Phone with Big Al on 106.1 ESPN. Streaming live on the iHeartRadio app. I know you like that. Yeah, that's a good one. 
I was surprised when I saw four years ago. I wasn't expecting this. You saw what four years ago? Just like when it came out. or like 2015? The, yeah. It was, a, it was a video, of course. Right. Turn that thing up for me. Thank you. There used to be a guy that sat in your seat named Nick from Tybor. He came up for a while. He found – he was yeah, – I was a little dubious of the kid at first, a little dubious. But I tell you what, he was good, and he found some other – he found that song. He found some other great songs, uh, some old ones that were really good, like down at Somebody Joe's. I mean, he found stuff from the 50s that were outstanding songs I hadn't heard of. Yeah. I guess he's still down. He went back to Tywater, got married. He married way up. He married a you know, good-looking girl from the pictures. But you think, just asking her out, she'd slap him. But they got married. <laughs> I know, I'm not a nice guy. Get over it. I don't, I don't know anything about this guy, but it sounded like he had a... He knew what he was doing. He knew when he what he's doing. Music. A nice guy. I really liked him. I ended up really. At first, I was like, "Oh my god, what? Are they, what do they put in here with me now?" Anyway, but it was. Uh, but I liked Nick. He did a really good job, and he's the one that actually told me one day. He said, uh, uh, "Brian Wilson's coming to the uh, you know, one of these local places. You know, the, the, the thing downtown. One of them downtown. Small, but the National. Uh, yeah. You know. And um, I said, "Give me a ticket. Give me a couple tickets, quick." And he did. And uh, then he came back a second time, but I didn't know they were coming. He was coming, Brian Wilson and Al Jardine. So anyway, long story short there. Um, but Nick found that song and some other ones. I wish I could remember. i got to call him up maybe one day and ask him for what he had, uh, which other songs were there. Good down at somebody's. All right, uh, sports-wise, we've given you an HL. Uh, I gave you three winners last night. There's six games tonight. But like I said, this thing won't end until August or September. It seems like it would be a hockey Basketball and NASCAR. Are they too long? It, well, if, if yes. we, we got to add in baseball too, then you can't yeah. you can't say the eighty two yeah. is too long if one hundred and sixty some is. Yeah, but it's the months I'm talking about, and it's the I mean it's the same thing for six months for baseball, six months for hockey. I believe and six all months too long. for NBA. I believe yeah. they're all too long. Golf, golf sort of ends uh, the FedEx Cup in August. They start in January. And that's so that's really eight months, right? But it's only played on weekends, and not everybody plays every weekend. I just, um, football, football just gets it right. The urgency of the mm. and the college football, really. I mean, you lose two games right now, this format, season's over. Um, NFL, there's urgency to each game, each game matters. It's just with the NBA, I mean, the teams, a lot of teams don't implement certain things. I remember Greg Popovich wouldn't implement certain offenses until March. Uh, and then NHL, I mean, I don't know, I don't know that game well, but it's you can't take those games early too seriously. I mean, MLB in April, it's just you can't get really into it. It's just NFL week one. I mean, teams start zero and one, and it can change their. It, usually, you can bounce back, but zero and two feels like a death sentence in the NFL. Uh, NBA has eighty-two games. How many should they have, in your opinion? Um, I don't, I don't know how. Maybe sixty-eight. Could that uh, would that work? Seventy. And obviously, that's been an even number. Uh, NHL has what eighty or eighty-two games? I don't know something like that. How many should they have? Maybe probably the same amount as in NBA. NASCAR thirty-five, thirty-six races. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't really think. I, I guess I just don't think about that one as much. Um, maybe down to twenty, make it a little more, or twenty-five, make it a little more 
Anytime you can get urgency in sports, I know it's less, but that's what the NFL does so well. There's urgency. College football, there's urgency each week. Each 25 for NASCAR. Yeah, get some urgency. I'm not, I mean, this is, this is just off the top of my head. But I think the NBA it could really benefit from that. You know why none of them will do this? And money. Bingo. Well, the NBA could benefit from first-round five-game series, make it more urgent, make uh, it not not make uh, some of these series string out as much. But they, those, the NFL and college football get it right. All right, let's get this right. Uh, MLB baseball, Braves and Phillies at five oh seven, right here on one oh six one ESPN. We're the home of the Braves. We pull for the Braves. I, I pull for them. You pull for them. Uh, the Braves and Phillies play at five oh seven. You want to see the Braves win that series? Yes. Yep. Uh, uh, Joining Progress a seven oh seven start dropped from the two oh seven slot because Baltimore collapsed and got swept by the Twins first sweep. They've suffered since May of nineteen. Excuse me, May of twenty twenty two. Nineteen twenty two. Anyway, uh, so the Orioles, I'm afraid, are gone, and the Rangers, not Minnesota. The Rangers advance. Uh, they got swept by the Rangers. Astros and Twins slide in their slot at 7.07. Joining Progress at 9.07. The Diamondbacks go for a sweep. And the Dodgers are down zip to 9.07 tonight. Uh, continue with my following of teams that played versus those that had too long of layoffs, of which I believe that happens. Well... Those that had the, uh, the kept playing are seven and three versus those that had long breaks. I'll go back and check my math. Three zip Rangers, Braves and Phillies one one. Well, I ain't got time to go over, it, but at seven and three, I tallied it earlier. All right, we're out of time. We are. I'm looking up. Uh, thank you, Robert the Bruce, other side of the glass. I want to thank Pedro Aruza, head coach of Ralph Banking Football, number ten in the country, for his time. And all you guys that call and listen, we'd not be here without you, Georgie boy. Chin up, you, you, they'll get it. They'll, your life will go on. Chin up there, Hoss. Uh, all you guys that call and listen, all of our great sponsors, visit them if you need one of the services or products. I guarantee you they'll take care of you. You tell them right here. Jamie King back tomorrow morning at 7. We're back at 8. Baseball starting at 5. Thanks for listening. We're your exclusive home for the Atlanta Braves. 